Good morning, friends. It might not be morning when you're listening to this, but it's 8.45 a.m. Wednesday morning, and it's kind of chilly in Yuba City, so I'm cozied up in my bed with my dogs and a delicious cup of coffee. Um, I got this really cool handmade ceramic mug at Apple Hill this past weekend, If you're local, you'll know what Apple Hill is. If you don't, it's like, I don't even know how to describe Apple Hill. It's this, it's a series of hills. (laughs) Um, And they have like cool little shops and family activity things. And it's a ton of fun. Um, And they have apple everything. Apple beer, apple shakes, apple pie, apple ice cream, everything. and. Anyway, this has nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about. (laughs) I just felt like sharing with you guys how cool this mug is. (laughs) Um, But I know I've kind of neglected this podcast for a couple of weeks. And, you know, I have every intention of being super consistent with this platform uh, and releasing a new episode every Thursday morning. But... It's just been hard for me to share lately, not because I'm going through anything wild or it's, you know, nothing has happened or anything. It's just, I've been for kind of a while struggling with how much I share on social media and just how often I'm even on social media. And sometimes I get into these moods where I want to deep share. I want to tell this big story and, and it feels good to do that. And sometimes I'll share something even small and I'll just feel like, why did I even share that? Like, why, why do I feel like I have to tell everyone everything all the time? It's even with like my stories, the pictures I post, I'm like, why do I have to post my, you know, outfit or (laughs) why do I have to post exactly what I'm doing right now? And other times I'm like, because it's fun and sharing's great and sharing connects us and it's fun. And other times I'm like, I, I just need a break. And I think I'm just trying to figure out the line in general between being vulnerable, being authentic, showing up, sharing and oversharing. And I don't think I've necessarily overshared in this podcast. I mean, for me, I, I feel comfortable with everything I've shared so far. I I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out how to keep it real with you guys while also honoring my personal, I don't know, space, privacy. I think, I think there's something really beautiful about keeping some things to yourself. Although I tend to be more drawn to people who are really open and, um, lay down. (laughs) This is the most informal podcast ever. My dogs are just like attacking me. And um, I feel more drawn to people who are really open and honest. You know, I've never like heard someone share something and thought, why would you share that? Like, I'm always just like, wow, that's really brave and way to show up and way to, you know, own your insecurity and take control of your narrative and your story. Um, so I don't know. I don't know why I'm, I'm feeling, you know, 
feeling like I need to um, keep some things to myself. And they're not even, you know, really big things. But maybe you relate to this. Maybe sometimes you wish you could share more and sometimes you kind of feel like keeping to yourself. And I think it's great to honor all the feelings. At the same time, I would like to show up for you guys. I really appreciate all of the listens so far. I really didn't think this podcast would have as many listens or plays as it has so far. I'm surprised and humbled and so grateful. Thank you. And with that, I feel like I need to show up every week in in any way. I I promised this community that I would, and I promised myself that I would. So I, I'm here now. I'm happy to be here. And I really want to um, get into what's been sitting with me the past couple of weeks. And what's been sitting with me is a lot of triggers. I know that that's kind of an overused word, you know, like trigger, trigger warning, whatever. Um, And, you know, it's easy to, it's easy to think that you have moved on from something, to think that you have healed from something when there is nothing triggering it or reminding you of it. But I think the real healing and the real work comes from being put in that uncomfortable situation or hard situation and then working through that trigger. Because if everything is seemingly smooth and, you know, quote unquote perfect, of course you feel like you've moved on from something. So originally when... When I first miscarried, I was surprised by how much I felt comfortable being around like people with babies and babies in general. And I didn't feel really, I mean, I found out I was going to miscarry two days before Mother's Day. And so Mother's Day was, I mean, kind of, yeah, it was shitty. <laughs> like, um, And it was my sister-in-law's birthday that day too. So when we found out that, I found out that we miscarried, that we were going to miscarry because they can detect when your hormone levels are dropping. And in my case, it was a blighted ovum, which is an empty sac is what it's called. So Uh, My doctor told me on a Friday, you know, you are going, your, your hormone levels are dropping. It's a blighted ovum. You're going to miscarry probably in a couple of days. So that night, Ryan and I decided to go to Tahoe for the night. I I wanted to skip mother's day. I already told my sister-in-law, Hey, I, I don't think I'm like, I don't think I'm emotionally ready to be at your birthday and deal with like people. I don't want to see people. Everybody, there weren't that many people that knew we were pregnant, but the people that did know we were pregnant knew what was happening, knew that we were going to miscarry. And 
it's nothing on them. I just didn't want anyone to ask me how I'm doing. I didn't want anyone to give me a sad hug. I didn't want anyone to look at me sad. Like I just didn't want that. Um, and on mother's day, like everyone's going to be doing, I I just was like, I don't want to be in town. So we went to Tahoe. We stayed there till Saturday. And then for some reason, I just felt like, you know what? I want to show up for your sister to Ryan. I said, you know, I think we should go to your sister's birthday. Um, because I'm going to have to see everyone eventually anyway. And I don't want to shelter myself from possible triggers. Like it's, if it's hard, fine. I'm going to work through the hard shit so that a year from now I can say I've totally healed and processed the trauma from this instead of, instead of, you know, you can't avoid triggers, you know, especially like in a miscarriage, it's like people get pregnant all the time. Tons of people have babies. And nowadays with social media, all people do is post, you know, pictures of their babies and motherhood and like all this stuff. I can't hide from that. So we decided to go to my sister-in-law's birthday party and it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. You know, I was happy to be there and celebrate her. And, um, I did get a couple of like, how are you doings? Which, you know, was super, it was meant well. No one knows how to show up for you in that way. You know, they don't know. They just, and it's not, there's like no right or necessarily even wrong way. I think people don't know how to show up for you. They don't know what you want to hear. Cause most of the time, I mean, for me, I didn't want to hear shit. I didn't want to hear anything. Um, I certainly didn't want to hear that everything happens for a reason. I did not want to hear that shit. I didn't want to hear, oh, don't worry, you'll get pregnant eventually. It's like, what? (laughs) Um, I didn't want to hear, I'm so sorry. I can't even imagine. It's like, you know, and it's, I get it from their perspective too. But anyway, I showed up. It was fine. It was actually nice to be around family. It was nice to have the attention, like not be on me. It was in a way awesome that we were going for a birthday because it was nice to just celebrate my sister-in-law and not think about like, it wasn't about me, which was awesome. And, um, and it wasn't really mother's day themed. I mean, it was just a birthday party. It was, it was, it was great. I'm, I'm really happy we went, um, And then since then, I kind of dealt with my quote unquote, like triggers in different ways. So I did go through a phase where I went through and I uh, muted. I love that Instagram has this future. I muted because of course, you know, as this is happening, all of a sudden I had tons of people show up on my Instagram feed with their pregnancy announcements. And so I was like, okay, to, to make me not feel so completely like off the rails, I I do need to create some, some, somewhat of a shelter for myself. And so I, I did go through and I muted a few people who were posting a lot of like newborn baby things. And it had obviously nothing to do with them and everything to do with me. It was me personally, I did it. I just did not want to scroll through Instagram and see newborns or pregnancy. And 
and it's, you know, it's weird. It's like people with kids that are like posting their kids. I didn't care that that was not a trigger. It's like, it was very specific things that were triggering, mostly pregnancy. Like that was triggering. Um, you know, I had, yeah. So I went through a phase where I did that. And then I was like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. I went through and I unmuted those people. And it, sometimes it stings a little when I would see their posts, but I was like, this is fine. I want to, I don't want to hide from this cause it's going to make it worse. And, um, and you know, we have a couple of friends of ours that are pregnant and that's life. Like, especially at the age we're in, we're at the age where people are getting pregnant and having babies. And I feel like because I kind of made myself face those triggers, it's a lot easier for me now. Um, it doesn't mean that it never happens anymore, but it it's more rare for me to like, you know, see something that has to do with babies and feel really anxious or sad about it now. Um, I did have a pregnant woman in one of my yoga classes. What, like I was in the process of miscarrying and I had her in my class and that was really, that was really challenging. I felt like, I almost felt like I wanted to keep staring at her <laughs> and I didn't want to look at her. And I felt so, oh my gosh, that was such a hard that was such a hard class for me because I just wanted to cry and also be mad and like run out of the room. Um, that was a pretty big trigger, but that, that was, that was like in, that was in May. Um, so it was a few months back. And since then I kind of just allow myself to feel the things that I feel as they come up. And I try really hard not to shelter myself from it because, you know, those few days or whatever on Instagram where I wasn't seeing anybody's baby newborn pregnancy post, was that awesome? I mean, yeah, it, it was nice. It was nice not to have to see that. But now, now when I, I'm scrolling or, you know, whatever, it's not, it's not as big of a, it's not as big of a trigger for me. This past weekend, I feel like I've been around a ton of pregnant people. <laughs> um, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know, I, of course I think about it. Of course I kind of, I'm aware of it. You know, recently I was around someone who is pretty pregnant um, I don't really know this person. It was like a friend of a friend of a friend's type of, well, not really. It was a, I don't want to get too into details. Cause I, I just don't want to get too into details about who it is or whatever, but it's not somebody I really know. And, um, and she's pretty pregnant and, and I would have been that big if I was still pregnant. So stuff like that, that's, it does suck. It does. It's hard for me not to think about that. It's hard for me not to be like, Ugh. It's got to feel so amazing for her to feel that baby inside of her and kicking and she must be so excited and her belly is so big and round and beautiful and, you know, it's, it, and that should be me and, 
of course, I have the awareness of that. I think about it when I see that, but but I just quickly think, and I'm going to experience that one day, and it's going to be great, and and I'm so happy for this person. And then I just like, I just like in my mind send love to that person because I don't want any feelings of, I don't know, resentment or. I don't know, you know, any, any just like bad energy towards that person. I just, I send them love and, and that feels better and more peaceful for me in my heart. And one of the things that I've also avoided is drinking alcohol in situations where I know I can be triggered. Um, So I'll tell you a, a story. Um, this past summer, it was, when was it? It was in June sometime. We went to a Giants game with my brother and sister-in-law and my brother and uh, my brother-in-law and I, we like to drink. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't think he really drinks like on his own all the time. I don't, but for some reason, generally when we're together, we like to drink. It's like, you know, whatever it's, it's our, it's, I, I feel so silly saying it's our thing. We like to drink. <laughs> um, we actually haven't really recently, but anyway, so they brought, I think they brought alcohol and we brought white claws, which is just like, those are so dangerous. And, uh, we went out to San Francisco for the day. We spent time at the park So I started drinking, whatever, that's what we do. So I start drinking. I have one white claw, two white claws, three white claws. And then we, you know, get to the stadium and we're like, let's take tequila shots. Just awful idea in general. And I'm not thinking in my brain, like I could possibly get triggered. Um, I'm not thinking that. I'm just, I'm just like, I love the Giants. I love baseball games. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm here with my family and my husband. I'm let's get drunk and have fun, you know. That's all I'm thinking. And that last tequila shot, I think put me over the edge of just feeling everything really intensely. And we always go through the Giants dugout store before we go to the game. It's just our thing. So we go to the Giants dugout store. We're looking at stuff. We go upstairs and there's just this like big huge wall if you've been you know what I'm talking about upstairs of just baby giants clothes like the cutest little like onesies and jerseys and just the cutest giants baby shit and suddenly my eyes just like like fill up with tears and I'm just like oh my god what and the thoughts going through my head are I shouldn't be drunk right now I should be pregnant. I should be excited to buy little baby giant stuff with Ryan right now. We should be picking out which onesie we're going to get. I shouldn't be, what is happening? You know, and I, and because I was drunk, it just intensified those feelings so much more. Had I been sober, I would not have had as much. I would have, I would have felt that way but I wouldn't, I really truly don't think I would have gotten in my feelings that much. I would have been like, well, 
that's okay. Eventually, you know, whatever. I would have had that like positive self-talk with myself and snap myself out of it. And yeah, so we, you know, then we leave. I'm trying to snap myself out of it. I'm trying to snap myself out of it. And I, I just keep thinking about it. I just keep thinking about it. And I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm just feeling more and more sensitive. And then we get there. And then everything from there is just like a blur, not because I was drinking, but just because I was just trying so hard not to cry. And we sat down um, and Ryan could tell like what was up. He knew what was happening. We sat down and I was just like, thank God I had sunglasses. And I, I was just trying so hard not to cry and not make a scene. And so I like got up a couple times and I just went towards the bathrooms and I was like, okay, if you're going to fucking cry, cry right here, figure it out, go back out there. Like you deserve to enjoy today. So if you want to cry, fucking cry and then go back out there Enjoy time with your family. Enjoy the game that you've been so excited to go to. So, yeah, a couple of times when I just felt myself getting really emotional, I would just, I just left and went towards the bathrooms, let myself cry about it. And the rest of the game was fun. You know, I, I didn't drink more. <laughs> um, and I just, I got really into the game. I had tons of fun cheering and I just poured all of my energy into the game. And, um, and you know, that was that, but that experience made me realize like, okay, you got to be careful in what scenarios you drink because it, you know, and I'm not saying this is the, this is it for everyone, but for me personally, I, I just get really sensitive. Um, which I know I have a right to feel sensitive about that. I know that my feelings are valid. But it, it I don't want to I I don't want to feel that I don't know. I don't want to feel that over the top emotional about something at a fun setting like that for my own self. Like I want to enjoy my time. I don't, you know, so so that's something that's really helped me um, not get triggered so easily is I, I don't drink in a lot of settings. You know, my um, my nephew's birthday party was this past weekend and I really don't get triggered by kids. I, I don't know. Like if like, I don't know, I don't look at a kid and I'm like, God, I just want a grown kid. You know, <laughs> like it's mostly pregnancy um, that is a little sensitive for me. Uh, but I knew that there was going to be a, f- a couple of pregnant people there. And so I didn't drink at all. And I honestly think if I had a couple beers, I would have been totally fine because even sober, I like barely noticed them. I really, I think I've gotten to a point where I am comfortable with seeing that and not getting in my head about it really. And that's what I mean is like the more you expose yourself to the thing that is triggering in healthy doses, in healthy ways, the less scary and awful and traumatic it is. Um, But yeah, I I didn't drink and I'm happy I didn't. I think I would have been absolutely fine if I had a couple of beers, but I didn't and I'm happy I didn't. It was fun. I didn't care at all about people who were pregnant. I was just like happy to be there and 
you know, celebrate my nephew. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, I, that's kind of how I've been working through triggers. And I know that we all have different ways of working through them. I also just want to say if, if you have gone through something traumatic and, you know, there are cases where like exposing yourself to the traumatic thing isn't probably healthy. I'm not a therapist. Um, so I'm certainly, this is certainly not an advice podcast where I'm like, so if something is scary to you, just keep doing, you know, I'm just telling you what worked, what's been working for me, what's been working for me really well. Um, and if you have any trauma experiences or, you know, you don't have to share that with me, but if you have any ways that you helped yourself kind of move through triggers with more ease. I would love to hear about it. You can DM me on Instagram at Nikki Reese underscore. Um, if you would like to be on the podcast and share how you have moved through certain triggers, I would love that as well. You can DM me to the same page. I really appreciate you all taking the time to listen to this. By the time you listen to it, it'll be Thursday. So I hope you enjoy your almost Friday. Um, And don't forget to check out the Evolve Hire shop on Instagram at Evolve Hire. We are going to be rolling out the holiday collection soon and it's going to be really beautiful. So you'll have to stay tuned and check that out. Bye, friends.